0: I always get asked that question like oh what's the coolest experience you've ever had or like who's the coolest celebrity or whatnot and you know to me everyone's a human or it's just it's all it's just another day in the job for me like so for me it's just like I'm going to work like I don't see it as anything more than I'm just going to work.
1: We are back folks with the sync out loud podcast episode shit what episode are
2: we on? I don't, I, i'm the wrong I'm pretending person.
1: like it's in the hundreds but we're actually only on episode four depends you know
2: it's a, maybe it's, it's a three it's an unlucky number isn't it in a chi- four? chinese do you have culture? a lucky
1: number chris no Bullshit, dude! I know you have a lucky number. I know you well enough to know you have a lucky number.
2: I don't think I do. Minus seven. Go to the
1: casino after this and try to figure
0: it
3: out.
2: <laughs> what game would you? Uh... Blackjack. Blackjack.
3: Blackjack. Why? Why crap? Isn't your
1: everyone's lucky number twenty one in that game? Sure. Not always, because if I got ten.
0: It.
3: You
1: say that's my lucky number. I'm gonna win on a ten. No, I won. You think you're thinking the game where you throw the ball, and it bounces. What game is that?
2: That's that roulette. Like roulette is one through thirty-six. Like I think. Yeah,
1: one
0: through thirty-six.
2: Uh-huh. Bro, I lived in Vegas for three years. I love gambling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big gambler. I love craps. Okay. Craps
2: has to be my favorite yeah. game. Like out of all, well, I I recently got
0: into craps. That's I my just...
2: shit, bro. Because that's like the one game. Like all the other games are cool, but that's like the one game where you'll end up like hugging the stranger from idaho just because like everyone's on a hot dice streak and everyone's happy as yeah. shit like that's why I, I
0: like. I, i've never won money in craps though. what i've always lost money but it's always the best time
2: well that's the thing about craps that's like the only game that you could lose and walk away from and be like oh, i had a good time
0: yeah that one there's a lot of energy
2: yeah now nah, i'm pl- if i'm playing i'm playing craps just because that's the one that
1: you have a bit more control in that
2: one no that's the thing there's no control that's like the one game that, that's like <laughs> is that why it's so good no, that's the thing because like on slots right slots there's like an algorithm there's some computer shit involved right and then you have roulette is like that ball bouncing around but i don't know sometimes that ball be acting funny But dice, right? And blackjack is like, you can count the cards, right? But dice, that's like the one game where like five strangers end up at this fucking table. And the next thing you know, grandma's rolling the dice and however she throws them things is however the universe controls it.
0: Literally. So funny. And when when you're hot, everyone's your best friend. But the second you mess up. Yeah. Very quiet.
2: That's why a lot of people I think don't like playing crap or like if they don't really know about it, they're like intimidated by this idea of like the roles on you or you know what I mean? Something like that.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: I love that shit. Where where are you from though, man? Maryland. Dope.
0: Yeah. We uh, grew up near each other.
3: Hmm.
1: We would have gone to the same high school. But but
2: I was home school? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that part.
1: How do you guys know each other? That's my brother-in-law. Um, oh, got it, got it, got it, got it.
2: Yeah. And I'm from Maryland, too, originally. Um, Lived in Frederick, lived in PG, in and around Maryland, Virginia area. Lived in Arlington for like 10 years. Just that whole DMV area, that's where I'm originally from, and now I've moved to... California almost like going on almost maybe 10 years now. I was in the Bay Area for a few years working in um working in San Fran with this brand called Infinite SF. Was doing designs for them and just kind of you know working in the streetwear scene there and then eventually got into more graphic design, motion design and that's what kind of brought me to LA. And I've been here oh, for cool. a couple years now just kind of freelancing and on the grind. Thinking about moving back, though, after all this pandemic shit, I'm like, the big city's like the last place I want to be now.
0: Yeah. What part of LA?
2: I'm right by, uh, like, right by USC, West Adams neighborhood. So not far from downtown, Staples Center.
1: Oh, dope. You're very familiar with, with LA, right? Yeah. I go does to Like, Does it feel like home to you?
0: I don't think anything feels like home, but, I mean, I love LA, and I know LA pretty well. So I go there pretty often.
2: Yeah, bro. I was we were checking out your videos. Um Bilal put me on to you, man. You you're fucking fire, bro. It's all it's all dope. It. It's all dope. We were watching um a few of the stuff on your website and it's really clean and I was just like That was,
1: that was my first time on your website. Oh, yeah. I I actually googled uh, Mirrorbox. <laughs> and I was like, "Where's Did you not have that website anymore?"
0: No, I don't really. Yeah, I mean, I still have Mirrorbox, but uh I don't really like market it or yeah, I mean, publicly. you just
1: you were like, well, your name is your brand, so yeah. Because right.
0: I decided to go down the freelance route, but I mean, I still have Mirrorbox <laughs> for like the handful of clients that I do uh, direct client work, you know. But it's just I don't
1: care to promote it. Like it's just yeah, it's just there. It's just hidden. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's like continuous. It's like your yeah. It's what your it, normal the, all the business and the
0: names under and everything. It's a bank. So
1: all the stuff you do promote, what is how does how how does that work? What do you say? All the stuff you do, you do promote. Then,
0: I mean, it, my website is just now like it's all my freelance stuff because I work for a lot of like I freelance for production companies. Yeah, right. So and then Mirrorbox is just as I said like, the handful of clients that, like it's my production client, mm-hmm. um, and I just don't care to like publicly market that. I guess. Yeah. But uh, it just goes under yeah. where my, all my freelance work is. Makes sense. Yeah. So
2: help me understand like what are your kind of talents and specialties exactly? Cause Bilal, he, he was less like, he, he you know, he shoots, he like, comes out creative direction. Like, like he's, he's like, like, he does, he does it all. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So I guess, I mean, in the video stuff, uh, I camera operate and, uh, occasionally DP. just like the cinematographer. That's what DP is. cinematographer, Same thing. Um, and then I also produce. So, uh, starting to produce more and more and that's where I say uh the stuff that I produce is under my brand but when uh I freelance for production companies that's usually just uh to camera operate or you,
2: gotcha gotcha yeah so helps help some people understand because I really didn't like uh, I work more in the motion graphics and graphics realm so i don't deal with as much as on set stuff so only recently when i started working on some people that were shooting a pilot i kind of got to understand um what it means to be a producer you know what i mean like what are these things what do these things kind of entail because like when you say like a cinematographer a cameraman th- those are kind of a those are things that we can draw kind of more direct lines to of what, what does that mean of what you do? But like when you say you're a producer for someone who doesn't really know what that means, like, what does that mean a producer?
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it also depends on the scale of the project. Um, You know, sometimes on a smaller thing, a producer, if I'm producing, you know, and it's a small crew, I'm doing more than just what a producer would do on like a larger scale where you have multiple producers Where you have, you know, a line producer and like on a big scale situation you know you have multiple producers one would be a line producer you know you have your executive producer you have tons of different producers but like i guess on a normal or s- smaller scale uh producing is just handling all the clients handling the shoot putting the shoot together um producing the shoot so just making the shoot happen whether that be permits you know goes down to like thinking about like catering for your crew booking the That's crew crazy. paying the crew yeah um, like, just making it happen, Yeah, yes. Yeah. Managing the entire
2: on, project, so to speak. Yeah.
0: But then once you get on, like, you know, bigger uh, bigger stuff, then you start having multiple producers. Or, like, one, produ- you know, like a line producer, they'll do certain things. And then Or you also start even getting under producers. You have, like, production managers, production coordinators. And then... You know, on a small shoot, if I'm producing and I don't have, you know, a production coordinator, production manager, you know, if it's just me, I'm paying and run out. On a bigger shoot, you know, where you have production managers, production coordinator, someone's onboarding, like one per- like a production coordinator or production manager would onboard all the crew and everything else on site, all that. And then, you know, it gets passed up and then, you know, a different producer would be the one cutting the check, not a production manager. But I guess everywhere in that realm, is like the different types of producers, productions, like it's all in the sense of it can be either part of it or all of it yeah you're organizing you know you're making things happen so
2: yeah no that that makes complete sense how does like how does the story start for you like for me and like every single other graphic designer right it's like i my story started when i opened paint on the computer (laughs) and that was like that was like where i was like huh i can put i can use these texts and add a shadow and that looks kind of cool and that was like my intro to like graphic design so like is that something for you too like you got a camera and you just you you went stir crazy about it like uh
0: not necessarily i mean it can the story can go very deep or like i don't know how many because i always get asked and it's like give you like the shortest version but like i feel like a sort of like to give some background without having to dive into. deep nitty gritty of everything. Um, I mean, I've always been in technology. Um, like it's always just been a passion, uh, not necessarily video or cameras specifically, but just tech. Um, I'm just like a techie. So I've, I think that's part of it. Um, separately is also, I've always been into like business. Um, it's always been my thing since like a young age. I've always been into, the, you know, business has always intrigued me. But to for a long story made short, uh, in high school, I was throwing these like teen parties, for uh, during my freshman year of high school, and then one of the like last parties I threw, I had an ad on for Craigslist for like a videographer. I used to have always had video people shooting and photographers, um, and I linked up with this guy who uh, he had done a bunch of music videos in uh, LA with like a lot of big bands. And I was really young at the time, you know, I was a freshman in high school. But, um, yeah. oh, this all happened your freshman year, yeah. Oh, shit. so, um, but I, I was always in tech before this, you know what I mean? Like, in even like, on a, I was always in technology, but how I got into video specifically. Um, so I linked up with him and he shot my this the last party that I threw coincidentally. Um, and he had done like big music videos, he had worked with like huge bands, and um, pretty much he had moved back to the East Coast. Um, and I sort of like just started. I wouldn't say managing him, but we started building like a business where I would try to get us jobs and he would shoot them. Mm. Um, so that's where I, like, at a young age, I was, like, producing, mm-hmm. more or less. But it wasn't at that time I would say producing, and it was just more like I was in business or trying to just get us work. Yeah. So i get us jobs, like, really horrible jobs, horrendous jobs, embarrassing jobs. Um, <laughs> but we did them, and, uh, yeah, like, I would just, you know – take a cut and he'd take a cut you know he'd make his money I'd take a cut and we'd try to get these jobs and then yeah uh I mean I eventually after a few years I think it was like he didn't want to do like one specific job or whatever and but as I said I've always been in video I shot like photos in high school or videos like the basketball games I've always been in technology um I just started shooting and I think it was like a very good like
1: transitional time it was just so you're saying it's like a combination of overall is passion and tech but like you took your knowledge of video and like business and you were like okay find people that need video and then yeah. you're kind of just like making those those connections yeah so I was entrepreneur the beginning yeah that. managing
0: that video guy and then i mean i learned a lot from him but i don't think my goal was ever to uh necessarily start shooting i kind of it just kind of fell into the role
1: yeah that's crazy i mean it's taking you some pretty crazy places right <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the so, dopest so, place you went I mean you've been all over like Europe and stuff right No That's dope I mean It's the dopest um, experience The
0: dopest experience I've ever had in my life
1: Yeah like, And then we're gonna go opposite end of the spectrum So like we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get the happy Happy like yo We're on the beach
3: You know Wait, like Waves a... <laughs> <laughs> Oh <Whoa. laughs>
2: Shouldn't we start Shouldn't we start with the bullshit first? Because if you go, it's like, it's, you know what I mean? You might yeah. have to start <laughs> with the bullshit so we can, we can get, get to around, the better but, stuff because yeah. you yeah, got to go like, through the bullshit to get the good shit, right?
1: If you have anything. Um, yeah. Let's start
2: with worst. Worst experience on. Of my yeah, life.
1: worst. I'm sure Like that's probably easy to talk about. Yeah,
0: you know I man.
3: Oh,
1: but that's a piece shit. of
0: cake. The worst experience that I've ever had in work? Yes. Yeah. It's easy. No questions asked. Really? Fire Festival.
2: Oh, <laughs> shit. You was at Fire Festival? Yeah,
3: you were I was there?
2: deep in fire. Like, you was were deep in Fire deep Festival? In fire Hold Festival. on. You were, like, there on the island in the flesh?
0: I was there on the island in the flesh on my own two feet.
2: Whoa. Fire <laughs> what? Festival. Did you get stuck? I was
0: the, direct- I was the director of photography.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah. So, that was definitely, like, the... Um, Worst, I guess, job or what
1: the so it's obviously. like I know the story, okay, but I'm like here, I don't know. We know
2: we know the story. So what we <laughs> yeah, well, everyone this is story. just what we need to ask. When shit went haywire, what were you left holding? Like, did you have to like now have to answer these questions? Like, like were were you like just like I gotta get the fuck out of here? Or like yeah. yeah.
0: So I mean, once again, I think. It's funny. Um, I think everything in like in production or in like my industry, I feel like all my you know coworkers, friends, everyone, we all get put in like these crazy situations. But I think this is just like, and it's a joke in production that like when something goes wrong, it all goes wrong. Um, uh, like that's just like a so yeah. Like that's what Fire Festival was. Like you know, obviously something was going wrong, so it all went wrong, and you want to say like, what was left in my hands? Uh, so we we have, like I think like. It was like a 35 person team like all in they were um, all there yeah that we had down for fire festival like that was including like you know the producer I mean like they all made it yeah, yeah to yeah. the island. Yeah, yeah oh so we had like 35 people like you know that was photographers video people the producers it's like, so the content team um that was a part of it. it was like 35 of us um and like the first night uh, when we landed there so we took a private charter from Miami airport. When we landed there, like we ended up on a cruise ship. I think we were on a cruise ship for two nights, like in the middle of the ocean. Like they took us out and we slept on a cruise ship for the first two nights Um, because like they couldn't find like our hotels weren't ready or something. Oh, I don't remember what it was. But so after the second night on the cruise ship, my enti- the entire team um, went to another island where we we're gonna stay for the first week of Fire Festival because Fire Festival is two weeks. So we we're going to stay on this other island for the first week apart from where the festival was at like a five-star, like all-inclusive resort. Yeah. Um, so like the entire team ended up boarding a private plane and they flew out there. That. So I guess this is the third day, if I remember correctly, at fire Festival. I didn't want to go um, because we had to take the flight back every single morning. And the next morning at like 6 in the morning uh, to come back to the main island where fire was. And I had a bunch of work that I needed to get done, uh, like with all the equipment so i was like i'm not trying to go so i decided to stay on fire festival island with my the ac like the assistant camera and then our like dit server guy because he had to set up the servers uh and i had to, you know i want to stay with all the camera gear and set up all the camera gear with the ac you know and help the server guy and get all that stuff so the entire team of like 32 whatever however many people left on a private plane to the other island and we stayed on the main island and I was like, we're gonna stay here. We're gonna like find a place to stay. You know, we we'll got a house from Fire Festival. Like, you know, they had like the like where the artists were staying or whatever. Um and that Damn. was the night oh, that everything He like, it didn't
1: even get into like the that was, was the that, that's the first day? Second day?
0: This was before the attendees got there. So that that
1: day is the what day. What day did you decide? Okay, after how many flights back and forth did you decide, okay, I'm gonna just stay on the island? Was that the first day? You were supposed to stay here. I never took a flight back and forth, so that's yeah. what I'm
0: saying. Yeah, because he decided
2: oh. that it was too much. He's gonna chill on the island and help yeah, set I up. To, yeah, I didn't want to. Tr- yeah.
0: I didn't want okay. to travel. I not because oh, it was so like, that was day one. It was yeah. like a 30 minute private flight every morning, like a 45 minute flight. Yeah, to fuck like the that. Other if island. I was that, yeah, I d- I'd say the same thing.
2: Stay on the island, yeah. help set up. You know, all
0: that. Yeah, like I didn't want to bounce. I didn't want to do that. What day did you? So that day was the day. That night was when attendees, the first set of attendees arrived. And shit started hitting the fan. Oh. And things started to go sort of crazy. That's the like night that they're like first people
1: arrived. Yeah, bed's wet, all that stuff. Sort like, of, yeah. And then the like...
0: next day is when more people arrive and shit really hit the fan. Um, so long story short, I stayed on that island with my AC and the DIT guy. I, like our 30-person team was on a different island, including all the producers. Um, wow. And that was just like a nightmare because obviously you guys know everything that happened yeah, yeah. But we had uh, yeah. we had like 40 cases like over like 3000 pa- because we had every everyone the entire team like a majority of the team left all their equipment there cuz we had all our equipment in uh like in our media room like our you know what i mean yeah. right. they they left their stuff okay, everyone have, left their stuff everyone terrible. took their laundry cuz you know they're staying at this resort but everyone left their equipment yeah So we got left with, like, 40 cases of equipment between three guys that we originally had in, like, this bank. And that's where our media place was going to be. But that's when fire festivals started hitting up the – shit started hitting the fan. And uh, I didn't feel comfortable leaving all this equipment in this bank. And we were staying at, like, a house way far away. So we, like, transferred all the stuff to, like, the house. And it was, like, a whole thing. Like, how do you move, like – 40 cases, like, between, like, Whoa. like, it was just, it was a nightmare.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: So, festival fire fire was definitely the worst.
2: Damn. Day. So, were y'all, when shit went haywire, okay, yeah. did you still, were you, like, getting footage, or did you get out of there before it got crazy? Like
0: So, what's funny is, you know, a lot of this equipment was, like, rented, yeah. uh, a majority, from, like, rental houses. The zip ties I put on at the rental house when I left the rental house with the equipment but the same zip ties I brought back. Like, I never even opened yeah. a single case of equipment. Yeah. Um, so, we never filmed like really anything. But, you know, looking back at it, obviously, I wish I would have. Uh, we filmed things like on like small cameras, but like right. not on any like the cinema cameras, the movie cameras that we had. Yeah. Um, obviously, looking back, I wish I did. But at the same time, in the moment, it was like complete chaos and like stress. And there's like so many things that I worried about that, like. Well,
2: for you, it's a different type of pressure, you know? yeah oh, I was,
0: it was a very much like trying to like i don't want to sound like you know obviously like too dramatic but like all the memes that were online that was for, for everyone's talking like survival or blah, blah blah like it was it was pretty funny because i mean i brought they told us obviously not to bring cash and also i was working so i never have to pay for food when i'm working yeah but I think I had like a uh, not even a hundred bucks. I had it just one. Why, why does that
1: sound like an experiment now? Like, now I think about it. Don't bring cash. Well, they Don't told their attendees. The the attendees not to bring yeah, the cash. Yeah, because they marketed the cashless yeah. wristbands yeah. or whatever. Well, but, well like, that makes I feel like sense. they just threw a bunch of people on well, an like, island to see how they would act.
0: Even for
2: work. when
1: <laughs> they couldn't get yeah. off. Like, yeah. I'm surprised they weren't like, like.
2: No, I think they legit tried to make it happen like, no, and it just fell. Hurt. It just it went to shit. You know? Like, like you said, when yeah. something goes wrong, it all went wrong. And some a lot of some things went wrong. <laughs> should...
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I think that's, I don't know. You know, obviously, once the documentaries are coming out, there's a bunch of new information. Well, damn, dude, that.
2: I don't want to have to, like, have you relive that again through PTSD. But thanks for bringing that up. Oh, no. <laughs> like... I mean, I t-
0: everyone always, I think it's, like, one of those things where uh, whenever I'm in a room and, like, someone knows that, you know, or like whenever I'm in a room with someone and they know that I went to fire festival, or it's just like a convers like I always yeah, get thrown cool. like in the fire pit to like talk and share the story. Like whenever I'm with yeah. a friend that knows that I went to fire, it's like yeah. I'm like the toy. Like everyone, is, like, oh, dude, he was at fire festival, <laughs> and then everyone in the room's like, what? Like I was it's crazy. They came out with two documentaries back to yo, back. You gotta have an I
2: survived once. fire festival T-shirt.
0: Yeah, literally. So did anyone get reimbursed? um what I, happened with the so i don't know what ended up happening um you know i know a lot of you know vendors and businesses obviously got screwed out um
2: it all went to shit. that's all, what happened bro yeah <laughs> it all I mean, went myself
0: all and all the guys on that you know the entire content team was hired by an agency and they had the contract with fire festival so fire was their cl- client Yeah. Uh-huh. um but yeah i mean you know it was an unfortunate event for everyone. <laughs> You know, all
2: parties. Dude, that, that was weird. wild. That was crazy. Yeah. Wow. All right. So now that we know the, the shit storm that you went through on Fire Festival, let's go to like the
1: anything's better than that. <laughs> <laughs> well You could tell us any story <laughs> at this point, we'll be like, damn, that was sick.
2: Well you know. let's yeah, let's hear <laughs> but, yeah. you let's hear what you would say is your best experience if you had to counter that.
0: I mean, I think it's hard, you know. it's uh it's it's a fine line. I, it you know it's it's cool you know being in the in this business and in especially in the entertainment industry um get plenty of cool opportunities crazy opportunities that I wouldn't get if I wasn't you know working um but I don't know. I guess I'm gonna say one, and then I'm gonna like remember another one. As I said, I'm like, oh, that was way cooler. But I don't know. I think one yeah, a very cool something, something
2: that comes to your mind. It might not be the best one. It might not be your favorite thing because I I understand what you're saying. When you do so much, you just cherish everything almost as just like being grateful. But if like you had like something cool that comes to mind, like in a cool experience.
0: I mean, they're all you know so many crazy ones. One that I went to China once for like I think it was 24 hours. Uh, I flew to Shanghai for a job with Michael Kors. And I think I was there for like 20, like 25 hours. Like nothing. You just flew back? Yeah, and then I flew back. And then the job there was like super short also. It was like 30 minutes or like 45 minutes of filming. Um, but that was cool because um stayed in a really nice hotel in that one. <laughs> <laughs> in a very nice hotel. And that was... One that. night in... I, maybe it was two nights i think well but what I made the I hotel nice
2: what was it just super plush like
0: yeah it was just like a real nice it was a <laughs> phenomenal hotel i'm a big steam guy and their steam room was phenomenal <laughs> they had a uh like a shower thing in the steam room so that was pretty cool um and it was nice they folded all my socks all my dirty socks that were in my room like what? i landed from the flight and i came back and they were all folded. like Top of the line service, like what? phenomenal breakfast. So I've never, I've never heard that's...
2: of no shit like that. That's crazy.
0: Uh, I th- I think you know, that was cool.
1: Um, How long was the flight out to China? I so there's like, no spend... direct
0: flights from DC to Shanghai. Uh, so that's unfortunate. But I flew to Dallas, and then from Dallas, I think
1: Shanghai. I think it was what an Sixteen hours. to be the hub for flights yeah. from China.
0: Yeah. Well, that's just because American. It's their... Oh, it's, it's their... Right. Hmm. Um, Other cool... Like, I did something for Michelle Obama once. What? So, I went to the White House. That was a definitely a cool one. Holy yeah. shit.
2: Wow.
3: Well, that
0: was a, like, very, like, monumental moment in my career. Um, when
2: was that? What, what year? Like, when did you do that?
0: I was 18. Wow. So, that was right when I was starting off, also. I did a horrible job on the video. <laughs> but, um... But I ve- made a very, very um, important connection based on that one. And that is, uh, I made a friend, and it's the camera that I, I film most of my stuff on. It's RED. Um, REDs are used like for a lot of big movies in Hollywood. Um, I became friends with the president of RED. Oh, wow. Because oh, wow. he You saw, saw the photo that I posted on user which is a form that has thousands of thousands of members that's a form for that camera I Whoa. posted a photo of the camera at the White House and that camera was like it wasn't a pre-release but there weren't many out there um, and I had rented it from a rental house in the area and pretty much the only people who had that camera were the people who had Ordered the first camera that Red ever created, and they sent in a deposit before they made the camera. They were called early adopters. Wow! So this was the like second version of that camera, or third version technically. So it Uh, meant something to the owner or to to that guy. No, so it was a sensor that wasn't out to the masses yet. So there was just the whole thing. Yeah, there's very few cameras. That camera was very. It was like early. It was early stages. So There were only a few out in the world. They were releasing it that year. Gotcha. Um, so he saw the photo of the camera at the White House. So <laughs> that I posted on this form, the yeah. co-owner of the company and the president. Um, and then he added me on Facebook and he shared the photo on his Facebook. Wow. And then we just like became cool and boys after that. And that's my guy. And he's supported me like since then, like I was 18. Uh, he's hooked me up multiple times. He's supported me like countless times, like, crazy thing he's done crazy things and how old are you Um, now 24 i just turned 24 nice but like he's like he's saved my ass more than once when i'm like in a bind (laughs) yeah um even like earlier this year like huge one uh i shot a music video for future and like i hit him up on facebook and i was like yo i I asked him if he wanted to come out to the shoot the first day of the shoot because we were shooting one day like in dune buggies now and then i was like unless if you have some like I was like, I'll bring the Doom buggies to you if you got yeah. somewhere to go or something. And he's like, well, oh, I do have a movie studio. And I mean, obviously I knew that, but I, I wasn't hitting him up for the studio. Um, and we ended up shooting at the studio the next day. And it was like, what,
1: President? Not President's Day. I think it was President's Day. It was some holiday. Um, that's or Martin dope. Luther King Day. I don't remember which day. <laughs> yeah, I saw, we watched the music video the other
3: day.
2: Yeah, yeah, we just... Uh, that's I wanted to ask you about that. That's dope that you brought it up because I wanted to ask you like what that experience was like. So... That's crazy how everything's intertwined, right? Like people see the work, but like the building blocks and like the stuff that has to happen in the background, that's almost like the universe or like God sent, right? It just like puts these things into play to make greatness. It's super dope. But yeah, but like I wanted to ask like what that experience was like working with Future.
0: Yeah, I, you know, to touch on what you just said there, it's something that I, whenever I get asked, like, you know, uh, my story my story or like if I get advice from like you know or I get asked for advice um one it's weird to be in that place because I feel like it was just yesterday and I started to remember when it was me messaging uh you know everyone on Facebook like these guys that I, like looked up to or like the guys that were like at the top of the industry uh, or my eyes were at the top of the industry um like you know the guys that were doing the dopest work when I was you know a 17 year old kid um and people just see like this or I feel like the other part is I like I oh, I get it now and maybe it's just ego or I don't know what it is but like I mean, I, before I wouldn't really see it and maybe that's how everyone is but like you would just see someone blow up and you didn't see like all the work they put right. in and I think that's I don't, I don't know if anyone
1: has you're, you're seeing the result of yeah of hard work like, process that it's, all you're seeing is a result of that and you're like there's you so much like, I skipped
0: over it on this like I didn't t- like yo yeah. I sent when I mean one I graduated high school early, Um so that was like you know we didn't touch into that. But I graduated high school early. For some reason, I thought you just dropped out. No,
1: yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like fuck this, I'm out. No. Okay. So I graduated. So you had a fallback, your high school diploma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But you were like, yeah. Um, That's crazy. But like I, I a mean, I early? sent thousands, and I mean thousands of thousands of emails when I was first starting off. With no
2: response, I love that shit, bro. Because th- I get it, man. The... I know that's the grind. Yo,
0: I could show receipts, and it's funny because I like with my boys now, or you know, like some like I pulled like jokes where I was like, "You all think I'm joking?" I can pull up my email, or sometimes I posted it even this year, like just crazy, like. And I mean, I've sent thousands. I've sent thousands of emails, and the best things, or, like the best experiences, are the ones where like I wouldn't get emails back, or like I wouldn't get replies back then, and it's like now. It's a different level and like i'm friends with these people these people that i used to email you know back in the day like also i read my emails now and they're horrible i <laughs> I wouldn't reply to me either <laughs> but <laughs> these people that wouldn't reply to me like now i know them or you know i work with them i'm friends with them um so it's very cool you know it's you know i
2: grateful, love stories like that man that's so awesome. There was is
0: thousands of emails like uh-huh. no one like if i'm gonna brag that was like i put in a stupid amount of work into these emails back in the day with no nothing came out of them like honestly i don't think there was a single job that came out of it like anything worth it but but yeah, you, well, you were, were willing but to you sit were there and send those emails you were getting a, determination or, yeah, yeah determination. it gave discipline. me something like and i think that's what makes me that's what i i think also why i like producing now um you know producing is very much uh it's troubleshooting and I think that's why I always like about video is, like, troubleshooting. Or And I think that came, honestly, from that, like, early mindset of not taking no for an answer. When I say I would scrape emails, oh, my God, I would – crazy. Like, I would do background investigations on people to get their emails,
1: like a manager, an
0: agent. Yeah, you, were you were doing OSINT. You were doing OSINT
2: to find out.
1: You were practicing uh... –
2: open source you know, investigator fundamentals
1: of open source intelligence yes yeah, so i was i mean when i get these messages now
0: i get why sometimes when i would message people at a young age and they'd give me like these what i thought like stupid responses like or they weren't really trying to help me responses but there really is no answer or there is no solution to going back to what you're saying like it was just everything i've always said it's all about I say, and my friends always correct me, I always say, like, oh, it's just right place, right time. Like, I got lucky. But it's not that. It's really, you know, determination. It's working towards it. It's, you know, if I didn't accept that one job, that wouldn't have given me that other opportunity. Or, you know what I mean? I took that one job even if I had, you know, another plan, and I canceled that plan to take that job. It's destiny, um, so it's bro. All about, yeah, it's just, you know, working towards it. And I always say right place, right time. But, you know, it's definitely, it's it's a, it's just work, you know. It's just
2: it's 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 a like you said a compiling determination with discipline to you also just being active right like just yeah definitely just being intrigued being interested and in, like how you got the connect just off of doing from the Mo- michelle obama shoot you know what i mean from like
0: dude and that one's crazy i i shot a music video once with seal and he gave me like a his hold on K- kiss
2: by a rose seal
3: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> So he gave me a pre-release camera to go shoot with him. And it was his personal one, like the same, like pretty much same story as like the first, like it was like a, it was a new sensor. It was a new camera that was coming out that wasn't out. Like no one had it in the world. And I was like, yo, I'm shooting this music video. I was like, I was like, what you got in the oven? And he's like, yo, I got this drone. He's like, it's mine. It's my personal one. He's like, come by the office, scoop it. He's like, and go shoot your shit. And I went and shot it. And uh, they posted it up on Red's website. And like, if you go to red.com, like, I mean, you'll see like, All the top music videos, all the top movies, like Red, it's two camera companies at the top and, you know, Red's one of them, but like, Red's high, top of the top. And that video I shot, I mean, it wasn't, you know, there's so many, there's a million people that are better than me. But, you know, I was, they put me on the website on Red, where it was like shot on Red and it's videos that are shot on Red. And I was like smacking between two music videos. And like one was the Jay-Z, it was like a Jay-Z music video. That I don't remember who directed it, but it was like a crazy music video, like very big Jay-Z music video. It was the black and white one. I'm even forgetting what it's called. Um, but so that was that. And on the right was a Taylor Swift music video um, by like a super talented director and DP. And it, like my music video was like right in the middle. And it was like the top row on like their website, like of the music videos That's shot awesome. on red or video shot. And I was like, 18. I think I was still 18 at the time, or maybe 19 at this time.
2: Oh yeah, so, you were so, geeked. You were going crazy. Like I'm, I'm a baby. <laughs> yeah, and I was
0: like, oh my god. So <laughs> that's awesome. But it's so as I said, like it's always been, uh, you know, just.
2: And look, but say, now look go come back to now. It's like you just shot Future's most recent video. So it's like yeah. you're just, con- you know what I mean. It's like, man. It's a ladder. It's a ladder. <laughs> Imagine what you'll do in the next five years. Like that's hopefully. Um,
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, it circles back around like my boy, Jared, like, you know, he was there in the beginning on that first gig with Michelle Obama that I did a horrible job, but we linked off that. And then like, um, so, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they're great people there. Uh, I've, you know, great customer service. They've always been amazing. Um, Yeah. I've always loved shooting. So
2: you, you exec, you executive produced that future video too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I produced that one and I shot it.
2: Yeah. Yo, know, what's futures rider look like so <laughs> is <it nuts>? funny <laughs> nah
0: so funny is um that video was kind of like a interesting one it's i did it you know, i worked on it with my boy uh rambo he was the director i produced it with him and then i shot it with my boy ben but that was like a very uh not traditional music video um i feel like most of my situations in life are just not traditional but Music videos usually come in through like a music label. That's just usually how they come. There's like a video commissioner or whatnot. Um, or even if not, then it's like through management. But Future and that project was working directly with Future. So we never spoke with like label or management really. It was where we were talking directly with him. Um, so we didn't get a writer or anything. Like it was very much more on like a let's get it on a personal level. Yeah, it was more like on a personal That's level. That's awesome. Um, the video is so sick, by the way
1: appreciate it did, did you did you say writer yeah I, a writer is I'm, I'm uh, completely lost with someone when an
0: artist uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean you guys were
1: hitting off i don't want to interrupt the <laughs> thought but wh- a writer, writer can you is that?
0: when an artist usually like performances but also like it could happen for music videos or any type of shoot um when they perform they give the promoter a writer it's like the things that they need like what like i want m&ms
2: and, and i want all the yeah, yellow ones black taken out <laughs> yeah, uh <right?
0: laughs> so artists have crazy writers like, some guys, like, have, like, super specific things. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, so there was no rider though. Yeah. But, yeah, you, usually get, you could get hit with a writer for, like, a music video. No, that, yeah.
2: that was dope because I was just wondering because Future's, like, you know, such a big artist. And I was, like, how did that go down? And, like you're saying, it just kind of happened organically. Another one of those God-sent, like, things, right? That's
0: another. That one was, I mean, that one's even. That's a crazy story where it was my boy Rambo. Um, he had actually gone to Jamaica before earlier in the year um, to shoot a video for Future's girlfriend, um, Lori Harvey, and I was supposed to go with him. And then I backed out, like I think the night before. Um, and my boy Ben went to to Jamaica, and they shot the video. Ben shot it. At Rambo's director, um, and they linked up with Future in Jamaica. And they did a great job. And then Future pretty much reached out after to Rambo. um, And he asked them to go to Miami and shoot a recap video of Super Bowl weekend because he had a bunch of events. And while they were down there, Future was like, let's make a music video. And I happened to be down there working on uh, something for Shaq and Gronk during Super Bowl weekend. And pretty much my hours off on that project was when they were shooting with Future so I just shot everything with them from the beginning in Miami with Future, especially when they went to shoot it. Rambo and I shoot everything together. That's another thing. So you like, were working that weekend. Yeah, that was a cr- that was a very crazy weekend.
2: Yeah, um, we yeah, actually Rambo watched that video too. The the Shack and grunk <laughs> the Gronk party. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was that
1: that, that that looked crazy. Yeah, that was, was fun. that a was that at like a hotel, what the resort?
0: That was just on the beach. Oh, there's on the beach. Yeah, they just it was I think. Actually, I don't. I, I it was There's just on typically the beach. a hotel or a yeah. resort involved. Yeah, in the no, it was just it was just on the beach. And I think it was, beach was like the first event on like or was it was something like it's not usually you can't usually not on South Beach or on Miami Beach. They usually don't like authorize events like that. So it's pretty, pretty dope for them. It was good. They did a good job. So that
2: was like meant to be too because literally you were just in the right place, right time, right. <laughs> like you said.
0: Yeah, I mean my boy. So that's what I was. My boy Rambo. Um, I've known him for a very long time. Also, um. I met him when I was like 17, um, and we work on a lot of products together, so that's like my best friend.
2: He's from Maryland
0: um, too? No, he's in LA. He's
2: so, from LA though?
0: Uh, he's from Florida.
2: From Florida, gotcha. Yeah,
0: he's actually from Columbia, but I met him in Florida, gotcha, that's where,
2: gotcha.
0: Um But uh, yeah, he, as I said, him and I, we worked together on a lot of things, so that was also like, it was very much like... It just worked perfectly because when I wasn't shooting for Gronk and Shaq is when Future was, they needed to shoot with Future. So we were able to just bust all the moves while we were there and made it happen. That's
1: dope.
2: That's awesome. What is, like, like how we talked about the ladder, right? Where does the ladder, not that it ends, but what's your next things you want to pursue? Like you want to, what's the next, because you've done so much dope shit uh, bro, you were at Fire Festival. <laughs> yeah. So
0: you know, I think this is something that I I've recently came to a, a realization. Like very within the like last year, when you know I'm just you know trying to just grow and trying to figure out like my flaws. You know what I mean? Or just grow as a human. I think one thing that I started to realize was, and that's why I was like you know touchy on the fine line when you guys were asking like what's the best experience. Or what's the worst? Um, it's because something that I recently realized is I sort of started to get, I feel like in, like desensi- desensitized to everything. Um, I- I'm just so used to it. And I always, you know, I always get asked that question. Like, oh, what's the coolest experience you've ever had? Or like, who's the coolest celebrity or whatnot? And, you know, to me, everyone's a human or it's just, it's all, it's just another day in the job for me. Like, so for me, it's just like, I'm going to work. Like, I don't see it as anything more than I'm just going to work um but in that same like moment I feel I've always just been in this like hustle of just grinding 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 and I've never seen I've never been able to see an end and I think it's unhealthy and I think in that same like like it's I never sit back and I think I I feel like a lot of I talk about with friends that are in the same space creatively and I think you know I think a lot of creatives are like this I'm sure yourself like it's and I'm, I'm horrible. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I might, I will say it, like, I'm not a, there's a million and one people that are better than me. Um, and I always just see that. Like, I never look at like where I started or like the difference that I made, or it's weird for me. Like look at some people hit me up or some people look up to me. Like, that's weird to think about because all I see are like the top and I'm like, I'm not that. And I'm I know not exactly what I you
2: mean. That. I know exactly what you mean, man. I think that's definitely a creative when you're perfectionist, when you're, a creative, like you said, you critique yourself harder than anybody else, right? So it, you're that I feel like that's every creative where you've spent 20 hours at the laptop making your masterpiece and you feel so good about it. And then you go on IG or somewhere else and you see something else and you're like, damn, like that yeah. should. It's and I think that's not only natural, but it's also like a motivating factor right? To continue growing because it's always perspective, right? And that's why I'm glad that you brought this up because just kind of taking a step back and looking at everything with a perspective where you're at and where you started, it it does give you a different sense of like, I don't want to use a word appreciation as cliche, but just a roadmap almost. You know what I mean? Of like where where you're at right now.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, It all comes back to as I was saying, like it like you look at the top guys and like I think I you gotta sometimes stop and I don't know, I feel like I never stop. I feel like I'm always on like my my mind's always racing and it's just like what's the next job, what's the next thing, like what's the next, 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 and it's always next, 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 and it's never like, Whoa, like let's stop, like let's let's enjoy the moment for a second, like in these situations or when I'm in these rooms or when I'm filming or blah blah like I honestly like I, I never take any photos like on my phone like I don't like I never stop and sit and smell like, like music festivals like that's a big one like I shoot a lot of music festivals and like you know you have thousands of people that pay you know hundreds of dollars to go to these festivals and they enjoy it and I used to I got into this scene because I liked music and now it's um I felt like I started to lose the appreciation for music festivals I shoot so many and I mean it's a very tiring job festivals are super hard but like I started because I used to love this. Like I used to love music. Like I I wanted to get into a club and I wasn't eighteen. Like you know what I mean. Like that's sort of also like with the video camera. Like, and it's I started like to take you know the music festivals for granted, and you know I think it's also because it's hard work, but just not appreciating it. And then now that COVID, you know, shut down the entire industry this year, and I haven't found a single one. I texted my buddy who I work with on a bunch of music festivals and I was like, yo, I'm never going to take a music festival (laughs) for granted ever again. I'm never going to complain when I have to go across the entire festival, go filming out an artist for five minutes. Like I'm going to, you know, run and enjoy, but it was like, you know, it's a very hard job, you know, everyone, festivals are cool, blah, blah, but like, you know, it's definitely hard, but I felt like I definitely was taking them for granted for the last few years. Now that I haven't shot one all year and I've been like away from the scene.
2: When does um, yo yeah. when do you so think that comes back?
0: Next year. If yeah, nothing this year. Everything's
2: canceled this year. Yeah. Like so like next summer, you think?
1: Yeah, hopefully.
2: <laughs> hopefully. Not this year. I don't think. Oh, no, th- think no this year's out the bag. I'm just trying to or
1: some some solid treatment, some pill you can pop to yeah. to 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 kill the C. Definitely. OVID. True.
2: And they're saying that's at the end of the year, so.
1: You broke my chair? It
2: just came out. <laughs>
1: um but yeah
0: a cheap ass
2: chair
1: it's um, an adjustable headrest yeah but so yeah it's like the latter comment um um one thing that did come to mind though um kind of glazed over it a few points back um i think you seeing something better and being like oh but i'm not that i think ties back into something you mentioned about other people like other people looking in like they don't see the the work that goes into it yeah. So probably just like reminding yourself of that too is yeah. like, you know, they're better but there's there there was a process for them yeah, as of well. Of course.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, that's it's you know, appreciating like I don't know, I think all creatives are you know, I think it's a thing that creatives just have and another one that creatives have is um I was talking about it with my boy like imposter syndrome.
1: I don't know if you guys know what that is. Yep. Explain it to us.
0: I
2: don't really know. It's like imposter syndrome is like when you're already performing at such a high level at something, right? You kind of stop and you're like, holy fuck, why am I here? Am I like, you start questioning how good, like (laughs) you're like, you're at this point, you're standing next to like, the next the top guy or like whatever you know what i mean and you're like how did i get in this room how did i get with this artist i'm just little old me who was like yep. starting this out the, you know what i mean and so but it's, it's just like that same type of factor that like underlying like i gotta be better almost yeah That's it could be of...
0: too yeah it could be anything doesn't it, it could you be know? anything yeah it doesn't but assist. it's just it like, you like get, you're like you sit there and your question like why how like do how i how did not... this happen or you yeah, could be a be chef luck yeah, you could be a yeah. chef. And I think like, about that all the time. That's crazy. Like you're like you're like, am I just here because I got lucky? Like when is this gonna fall? Like end? Is it gonna end tomorrow? Like is someone gonna call my bluff? Like right? Just,
1: like that. Like you think that like everything. You like, think that you think that you're not supposed to be where you're exactly. at. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. So I think now that like, now that I understand that a bit more, I'm trying to. I do think like kind of like okay, where? How did I get here? But I don't know that I would have that moment where I've at least i can't put put my finger on a point in time where i've had that thought.
3: Yeah.
1: Where it's like
2: it, it's very similar. It goes back to that same idea that he was saying about just always seeing somebody that's better or thinking that yeah. just yeah. A, just a, a higher pillar to strive for like a higher, you know. Going up that yeah. that that ladder, right? But that, I like that you said that when i asked you what's the next thing you said just to kind of take a step back because i think that's something we don't do enough of, right? And it It has to be, everyone finds their own way to do it, you know what I mean? Like, for me, it's just, like, getting outside in nature and trying to, like, get to the beach and enjoy. Just, like, things, like, where I can kind of slow down for a second, like, because I know what you mean. When you're in grind mode, it's, like, from sun up to sundown, you don't even get a moment to, like, just breathe sometimes.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's You know, we're all just getting older, obviously, every day. So yep. it's just, you know, appreciating things by no means, you know, I definitely, you know, have goals or I still plan on working, you know, grinding on more stuff. I have other stuff I'm working on doing this year. But, um you know, that was just some, one big thing. And it's just, you know, just appreciating, you know, like everything that's, I don't know if honestly, specifically, if I want to stay within, uh like, I don't know if I want to become, I don't know if I'm going to work at it and put in my 10,000 hours and become the best cinematographer in the world or, you know, or work towards being, you know, the elite you know, an elite cinematographer. I don't know if that's necessarily my passion to answer the question though. Um, I think it's more back in the producing or I think it's back in business and whether it stays in, in video it would probably be in, you know, producing or something on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It may not be video, you know, in five years I may not be Who knows, you might
1: just like discover a new path yeah. and be like, okay, I'm going to do this now because I feel that, like that's how you I are. Think you're that's, like exactly. Oh, I like this and then boom, you're just, now you're i don't know. Some (laughs) complete, yeah, complete 180. I think,
0: I think it'll be within the same space. I think my goal has always been to, you know, be in the video industry and be in the entertainment industry. So I definitely think I'm going to be in the entertainment industry. And I think it's going to be a lot on building all of the, because it's just building connections. Like, you know, the entertainment industry or just, you know, the video industry, you build so many connections in so many different spaces um so i'm really thankful for that and i think you know yeah it just it'll be definitely I, i'll see my in 10 years i'm i definitely think i'll be in the entertainment industry one way or another it may not be in videos but
1: it'll be in the space what do you mean in t- aren't you isn't that the space you're in now or you're kind of just scattered all, all over you're saying more committed to that industry because right now you do a little bit of everything
0: no, I'm saying like, I don't know, in, in 10 years or in five years, I may not even have a camera in my hands. I may not be in the video industry anymore, but I still may be in the entertainment industry. You might have uh, a production
2: company or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's why I asked that just because I know that creatives are kind of like, like there's always a trajectory kind of like what we vision. And I think you, you put yours perfect, which is, you know you're just going to ride the wave, but you know, you know, it'll be business oriented for sure. Uh, I think the main thing you said is kind of the connections and networking and man, that it's such a cliche thing. That's been said so many times, right? Like the word networking, but it's like the goal and the key to so many doors to be unlocked. And I like that you mention your thousands of thousands of emails, right? Like all those keys that didn't open those doors, you know what I mean? Like, but you were, you were at it, but, and it, all it took is some type of synchronicity with the universe that just, you know, put the, it just made it happen, bro. That's amazing. Beautiful story.
0: Yeah. I mean, thank you. I mean, that's definitely, as I said, one of my favorite things is always still, um, like, I specifically know people that I emailed, or, you know, in 20, well, I guess 2012, like, you know, eight years ago or whatnot. Like, I know, like, I'll tell You're you like, one. hey, I'm buddy, gonna, you yeah. left me on red. <laughs> Yo, I, think, I know, like, there's, like, one that, like, I'm, like, super close with, like, so I've made that joke, like, in regards to that one before. Uh,
1: like, pull up your email. Let me show you something yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, you that i like remember. Yeah.
0: But Here's the
2: question funny. Who's the young guy that's emailing you now? Like, that you're going to meet in five years, right? Oh, my God. Ho- hopefully, <laughs> nobody. I mean, yo. <laughs> nah, but.
0: I, just to be honest, I am the worst, the absolute, yo, full disclaimer. Where's the what? worst at responding to people. Text, phone, like emails, anything, DMs. <laughs> Dude, I just because and here's why I'm going to give my excuse and I need someone to create an app to figure this out or some solution. Maybe this is just some (laughs) millennial. I look at my phone. I'm in the middle of something busy. So I'll read it or I'll look at it and I'll be like, I'm going to get back to this later. It's also a lot on set because, you know, you don't want to be having your phone on set, Um, you know, obviously. But if I pull it out for like a second, I may look at it, you know, and put it back and I'll forget about it because it's like I just had a 10 hour day and like the last thing I'm worried about is like responding to like a text or dm or blah blah but it's also like even on situations when i like absolutely need to respond to someone and like i i just like forget like i'm the worst huh like and i tell people all the time like yo triple text me quadruple <laughs> like annoy well, me a until i respond listen
2: if it's that important then they'll annoy you enough to where it matters yeah. for you that's a good way to actually Are you a
0: phone call person? I'm a I'm a FaceTime guy. You're a FaceTime
2: ah, person. FaceTime. Okay. I, you... I
0: hate texting. I, I I also just don't like maybe I don't know, I'm maybe I'm I'm sort of an introvert. I just don't like talking to people
1: just to talk. Like
3: okay. so yeah, like no, I, do that. I feel some, like, you. like yeah. I'm not I'll respond like,
1: three days later but and I expect yeah. people to be like if you wanted an answer right away, you would have called, right? Yeah. So if I text you back three days later and we continue this conversation, because it's not urgent, I think it's and you're fine, I'm fine. I'm a phone call guy.
0: Like, FaceTime, yeah. phone call, let's get it over with. Like, if I, I'm i very cut like, and kind of dry. Like, I'll text you, like, just straight question. or You know what I mean? I'm the same exact way. I'm the same exact
2: way, man. The only person that I talk to on the phone randomly about anything is my mom. <laughs> Other than that, yeah. like, I'm not on the phone with nobody, like you said, about about nothing. It's just cuz there's like you said, man, time is moving, there's only so many hours in the day and it's we, along with being a creative, especially when you're, you know, the balls in your court and you're kind of driving driving this vehicle, you have to put in overtime by doing like the business aspects too. And that's that's dope that you're, you know, into that side of things cuz that's just as important. I love it. Yeah.
0: Dude, it's like Dude, I, I I love yeah and I think that's why I I just, like I like producing. Or I also video or I was, I was like video the video industry. It's very like it's a lot of troubleshooting and I think I think that's why I fell into video and that's why I like it so much. It's because it gives me the business like uh I the part of business that I like is like, you know, managing so I get that aspect in video I get the you know the technical aspect that I've always loved my entire life, techie stuff because it's you know the new video equipment or blah 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 um, so I think it's just like a perfect median. um you know
2: yeah yeah, you're a preacher to the choir on that It's a I lot mean, of reverse engineering yeah I, I love uh as far as technology, multimedia and then when you talk about the business aspect in it, to it it's it's very I don't know man, it's like the perfect storm to take yeah. you to take you all over the world. And I think that's when originally just to bring it all the way back to when we said your coolest experience. Like how you said like you know when you get to a certain level and you're working with certain people after some time it feel you know so, someone who someone might really look up to you're just like you know I'm really just looking at this guy as a client <laughs> like I'm trying to get this video done. Yeah. So really the main the the great experiences are like how you said just going to china right and just like being able to go to these different places all over the world and see see culture and see like i think those are the the places where it's like yeah you really got to slow down and take that in for sure
0: yeah definitely a hundred percent and you know like i don't know i would have gone i'm sure to china sometime but like that was cool. I was, you know, it was a work trip. I was paid to be there. All my They
2: folded busy. your dirty socks, bro. Yo, know, it was a
0: five <laughs> Can't beat summer. that, bro. It was a that place was. I've traveled
1: all around the U.S. and no one's ever folded my socks. Yo, know, they they pressed my because it was a suit and tie. They pressed my suit and tie. Oh they did- You wore a suit and tie while you were shooting. Oh yeah, you yeah. It. it was a fashion shoot. It was a. It was like a high end party. It was like a high end party. So we had to wear a suit and tie. You was you was it like an all black suit? Yeah. So you were like kind of just like blending in yeah
0: like yo i mean michael shout it's my boy yo i gotta give a shout out to someone (laughs) back to like right place right time my boys uh my course is their client it's my boy's spread house they own a production company they uh they like they hired me when i was like 18 years old for like a festival i linked up to them through like a crazy thing and i've shot all these like fashion events or my course jobs it's their client all with them they gave me a shot. It's, it's like a Jared situation when I was like a kid, like 18 years old. I'm still immature, but like super more immature back then.
3: <laughs> and
0: like shout out to them. Yeah, because, I've known this
1: guy for yeah, five years. This guy's probably just long different. He's a, he's a different man. He is today than five years ago. <laughs> but like I was 18 years old and these guys were giving me a shot and you know,
0: they gave me very, you know, super, super grateful for them. Um, That's awesome. You know, yeah. Um. I don't know why I brought them up. Oh, because it's Shanghai, China. It was like oh, that. yeah,
2: yeah. We were talking about China and the dirty socks mm. and all that. Yeah,
0: they've me to China. I did another job with Michael Kors and them with uh, Biden a few years ago here in D.C. I live here, and they got me a hotel still in D.C. Like, they're yeah. the best. That's,
2: awesome. <laughs> that's great, man. That's that's really... Yeah. Uh, Gotta
0: love people that treat you well. Yeah, for sure.
2: You're so, blessed sure. with that. That's awesome. So, like, I want to ask a question, I guess, like, and then... um we can move on from the techie stuff if you guys want but i know you love the tech stuff so this is kind of more to like you being a cinematographer like you you actually hold the camera correct
3: um or you
2: have or you yeah yeah
0: so yeah no i do hold the camera 99 percent of the time yes once you get like on bigger stuff um the cinematographers are not holding the camera anymore and usually there's a camera operator so that's what, also what i do like when i'm on a big shoot i'm not the cinematographer i'm just a camera operator gotcha. and the majority of the time
2: the reason i ask is because i think it's dope to highlight like you didn't you just gained all that experience just off of like reps right just like continuously shooting like they're like soaking in knowledge there wasn't like a blueprint you followed or some school you went to to like know how to capture something in frame it was just like you just kind of like putting in reps you know like almost like a stand up comedian how they're hitting the stage or continuously shooting is that how you uh, I'm asking for the other video uh, videographers or cinematographers out there of like how to like really get I know it's a loaded question because I'm not trying to ask like how to get the best camera shot, but is it yeah. like correct that I'm saying that you had a lot of reps doing it and that's probably the best teacher that you had?
0: Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, yeah, definitely. I think it goes back to like that situation where I messaged, you know, guys when I was young and I felt like I was getting half-assed responses from them, but now I get it. Um whenever someone messages me, you know, they want like the story or any like, you know, advice but, like it's exactly what you just said like i it's not a half ass response it's the honest response and that's the thing that i feel like everyone wants nah like, nah fuck that you know what i mean everyone wants like some other option the like, shortcut there is no other option. they
2: want the shortcut yeah, yeah.
0: it's you got to just if i list out every single big job that i ever did and no uh, list like how did i get that and we back traced it all with like a spider web it would all be back to like i put in the work You know what I mean? Like it was, I did something that got me there, which is why I was given that opportunity. Um, and then getting better at the job, it was all, you know, putting in the work. It was, you know, uh, yeah, you know, just doing the hours, like one big thing that really helped me in my career a lot is, as I said, I'm not the best camera operator in the world. I'm not the best, you know, photographer in the world, but what I'm decent at, um, is gimbal. Uh, I'm real fast setting up a gimbal and that's like my specialty. So unlike a lot of the big commercials or the big shoots, i'm just like a gimbal specialty guy like and i just get brought on
2: bilal you know what a gimbal is
1: yeah
0: Yeah, i got one
2: right here okay (laughs) i got (laughs) one on my desk what's a gimbal bilal
1: it's a device that well i think it's more so the actual the the motor function not necessarily the the full device i think they just call it that now because that's but the gimbal is the, the the three different points on the the larger rig that help balance like camera or
3: okay
2: yeah I was just camera. trying to make it for whoever's listening and they're like what the fuck is a gimbal that's my definition of <laughs> it a stabilizer. Yeah. stabilizer stabilizer for the quick. camera yeah. yeah I was trying to give you
1: a technical response but I was like I think it's a three axis sta- yeah stabilizer got
2: gotcha. you yeah
1: um so yeah so I got how real good with the, with the how with how heavy are those things they look back breaking every time we're like, a little heavier
0: than others yeah it also depends like it's more the camera the lenses all that
1: do you yeah. operate a crane. No, I don't. <laughs> Do, are you on the back of any like s- cars? I don't know what you call <laughs>
2: that. <laughs> are you trying car? to ask if car he's camera? like on oh, some stuntman shit? Like what? Is
1: that? <laughs> no, just <laughs> um. So no, no. I mean, you're more involved in like the, yeah, I think like cranes and stuff are probably all like, that's like a crane. Usually, There's a crane like a guy who comes yeah. out and operates the crane. He brings <laughs> his
0: crane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a crane guy brings the crane. Hey
1: guys, I'm, uh, I'll am uh, i bring the crane. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sure you
2: probably got to get a license. operate the crane themselves. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you got to get a license to fucking yeah. operate that thing. <laughs> that's, um, That's crazy, man. Um, what do you. Yeah, so
0: yeah, it's back to putting in your hours. Like that's the main thing is you, it's just nothing else than just. Working and you know, I you know YouTube obviously. Yeah. Um, (laughs)
2: YouTube has been great for me. But
0: nothing's better than just getting out there and shooting. Um. For me, music stuff really helped because with music stuff, uh, it's very, it's hard work. Like, it's so nice going from like a music festival to like a fashion shoot or like on a commercial, like where you have like you know assistants you have catering you got like a snack cart music festivals that doesn't exist like you're out there
1: there's no such thing as a 10-hour day like a 15-hour day running around so the miles. fashion stuff is probably it's a it's a very like tight program like you yeah yeah then it's very yeah it's very well produced yeah very well produced yeah <laughs> use <Is> that right <laughs> yeah okay like they're okay.
0: just commercials like commercial content like i love
1: doing that stuff like it's it's a lot easier than, like, a music festival. Where, and that's what I'm saying. Like, a music festival, you don't have yeah, I. I That's why I hit you up. Because I remember you did a commercial for one of those beanbags chair things. Like, not beanbag chairs. It's like the air chair or yeah. whatever. I don't know what they call it. Yeah. And we need to test that out.
0: No, the airbag stuff, that was just, like, social content. Social media. Also, a majority of, like, when I say commercials also is, yeah, not TV. I mean, it's all for, everything's for digital nowadays. But, like, by no means, like... Just because it's for digital doesn't mean it's not as big as like you know, a TV commercial or if not bigger. Um, like every everything's everyone. What's the people. reason
1: why there's like is there still a lot of money in TV commercials? Like, I know there's with like sure Super Bowl is. and stuff. Yeah. But like, I mean, I'm, I
0: don't think I've, I don't do anything for TV. That's like
2: a well, the content thing. is probably just universal, right? So whatever they might use for digital, they might th- th- yeah th- isn't they isn't could the throw their own TV.
1: They, ju- they make special like, things for for TV.
0: I don't know in if they would... advertise it's it's definitely definitely universal but i guess all of my i work Pure experience on yeah. is not anything for tv or that ever ends up on it's TV. geared
2: specifically towards social which makes the most sense yeah yeah
0: digital yeah digital uh,
2: right
0: a lot of like branded content you know yeah
2: so what That's do you cool. uh so you be in la huh you said you know la well What's Yeah, a, I think
0: I'm. I'm gonna be there later this month. It's so a dope.
2: Maybe I can uh, come yeah. come meet you in person, below What's up? You were bringing up COD. So what? That's what y'all Ooh. y'all be playing. Every
1: um, night, COD. Every night, we gotta get the dubs. Got to get the dubs. Stay away from the gulag. Get the dubs. I always
0: have the least kills on the entire team every single time. <laughs> I caught one today. I don't know what how y'all have yeah, the energy to play after uh, like a with, whole day. I'm
2: who done.
1: With it was with Joe Mama. Oh wow! It was with his friend from Tennessee or Kentucky. No, who was it? Joe Joe Mama and then Joe AO Joe Slanty Joe Tran. He plays quads? Yeah, dude. He plays quads. He, He's on PS. Wow. We should hop in a squad tonight. Yeah, Joe Trent and hit and his boy. Slanty and Squinty. You guys play quads? And, and they're and yes, they're they're Asians. And they purposely made their names. Slanty and Wait, Squinty. You guys play oh, quads. We gotta win in quads. <laughs> we gotta win in quads. I hate quads. I got them mo- we were all dead. Alright, I survived the gulag. Boom boom. Knife the guy. Alright, it was epic. I knife the guy. And then I was like, alright, most wanted. No, no helicopter, most wanted, flew around the circle, got the squad back. Wow! Landed on the loadout, right, right, right when the gulag closed. Caught the dub on a hillside. Nice. I feel like that's the easiest
0: one actually. Is hillside. I hate building uh, yeah. fights. I like hillside. We've always won on Too hillside. Too many variables
1: when you're you got to worry about people on the roof and the third floor and yeah. the, around the
2: corner. Hillside, you just Hill
0: is like the what shots. you
1: see is what you get, and you got to hit your shots. <laughs>
2: Man, if yeah. I, I I'd just be too busy now. Like when I, by the end of the day, I'm done. But y'all making me want to get a system again. And the problem is, is I know I'm gonna get wrapped up, and I'm gonna have dreams. of oh, I'm going have dreams of COD. Like I'm gonna be jumping this in my sleep. This is him <laughs> taking a break
1: from the grind. Yeah. After like a month, is I'm not. I'm not gonna see this guy on the COD, right? Probably. <laughs> You're gonna take it with
0: you. So, Damn. do you
2: do the PC gaming like Vilal too, or are you? No, I'm
0: a, I'm on PS.
2: Yeah, cause Bilal will be going fucking neck deep in the fucking. What's the game you like playing?
1: Uh, I was playing a lot of Rust. That game will consume you. I'll tell you now, it will consume you. because it becomes life, right? Because it's like it's live in the sense that like, if you log off, like your stuff is still there out in the wilderness. Like other players can come and like rob your house. No or, way! Yeah, it's like so people. <laughs> it, people are so committed to it, and I. I've, hey, I've. I've I've been a part of these groups. Like they take shifts. They're like, you, you know, from, from 8, 8 PM <laughs> to like shifts. 2 AM. You're in charge of the base. It's like, like real got, life. Like you gotta be Yeah. In so it like it. it's everything's in time. So you have to upkeep you know, the base. There's certain you materials bring, you need to maintain it. Like it's crazy. It's interesting because, you bring
2: that up because it can kind of be a transition like into some other shit. <laughs> like I was high as fuck last night and I went down a rabbit hole watching the thing on simulation theory.
0: Oh wow, I've I've never gone down that one
2: yet. Oh <laughs> man, it's I mean it's a deep one, so I'm not gonna get too crazy into it. But I just wanted to like when you were bringing up the thing about the video games, and it's like the concept e- that e- even Elon Musk believes is that we live in a simulation. He
3: does. Yeah, he believes. Is that in why it? he's trying
1: to? That why he's like, fuck it, let's go to Mars. I mean, we can do anything, right, for a simulation.
2: I mean, that's the thing about the simulation is like i don't know there's a lot of things about the simulation but the idea is like if you look at your game right your game is a world that's created digitally like it's it's in 2d space but it's in the 3d uh how do i i don't even know how to fucking yeah, put it's it in the
1: 2d space because like, it's on a flat screen but it's it's simulating a three-dimensional environment and we'll, it, we're literally placed in a world Naked, and we're like, "Go fend for yourself. (laughs) Either make it or you don't." Literally, you spawn in with a rock and a torch. So,
2: why can't we be a very elaborate? Why can't why we can't be elaborate simulation? I'm gonna just leave y'all with that. Like, go 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 look that shit up. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy because I watched that. Might break me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I still believe in God. Like, even after the simulation theory, I still believe in God. But
1: it's just a You're just like, oh, wow, someone really thought this through. Someone really thought this through. Yeah. (laughs) Someone's done crack the code. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's very interesting to ask certain questions. Like, I think the biggest one, and and not to get too nerdy or whatever, but this is, like, I guess tech-based, is, like, the idea of quantum entanglement, (laughs) the idea of two particles. Yeah, that's a rabbit hole. The idea of two particles, Right that aren't connected physically that can be at infinite distances operate the same. They can influence each other. And that's a proven thing that's been, it's a, it's something that they're already doing experiments on. And so the, the weird thing is that they say the only way that would be possible is if we were in a simulation, (laughs) but yeah. Damn. Get, get high and go, go look at that one. So time. what
1: happens when we're in a simulation, in a simulate? Like, I'm now in a simulation. <laughs> well, think about VR. this.
2: Well, think about this. If humans, if we go the rate that we're at, to, computer science does not go linear. It goes exponentially. You know what I'm saying? So every two so years... So we're teaching,
1: we're teaching this the new simulation. No, we're we're, I don't know. I don't
2: know. What if it already happened? What if humans have already gone forward, and now we're in... Like they've already figured it all out, and we're living in that simulation of some futuristic human world. He
1: really went down a rabbit hole. With
2: <laughs> but I'm not gonna take you with me. I'm just, I'm just. I'm
0: dropping. like, I'm
1: trying not to go, man. I'm
2: like, oh, <laughs> tell me more.
1: Don't hit the blunt.
2: <laughs> tell me more, yeah, bro. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's the world. Yeah, is, the world is interesting as a whole, and I think it's. I think that's one thing that we highlighted in all of this was that. To kind of slow down and take experience as it comes in the now and put in the hour, you know, as far as the grind, put in the hours, but make sure that you slow down at some point to kind of, you know, smell the flowers.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Appreciate everything that's going on. Yeah, definitely. Don't just fucking think of the best guy in the
1: world and you want to be him. Yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, man. So. Yes thanks for taking the time appreciate you guys having me